back to the Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church in a Year. Today is day number 242, I'm sorry, 342, and we begin with number 2676. This twofold movement of prayer to Mary has found the privileged expression in the Ave Maria. Hail Mary, or Rejoice Mary. The greeting of the angel Gabriel opens this prayer. It is God himself who, through his angel as intermediary, greets Mary. Our prayer dares to take up this greeting to Mary with the regard God had for the lowliness of his humble servant and to exult in the joy he finds in her. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. These two phrases of the angel's greeting shed light on one another. Mary is full of grace because the Lord is with her. The grace with which she is filled is the presence of him who is the source of all grace. Rejoice, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord your God is in your midst. Mary, in whom the Lord himself has just made his dwelling, is the daughter of Zion in person, the Ark of the Covenant, the place where the glory of the Lord dwells. She is the dwelling of God with men. Full of grace, Mary is wholly given over to him who has come to dwell in her and whom she is about to give to the world. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. After the angel's greeting, we make Elizabeth's greeting our own. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Elizabeth is the first in the long succession of generations who have called Mary blessed. Blessed is she who believed. Mary is blessed among women because she believed in the fulfillment of the Lord's word. Abraham, because of his faith, became a blessing for all the nations of the earth. Mary, because of her faith, became the mother of believers, through whom all nations of the earth receive him who is God's own blessing, Jesus, the fruit of thy womb. Holy Mary, Mother of God, with Elizabeth we marvel, and why is this granted me? that the mother of my Lord should come to me. Because she gives us Jesus, her son, Mary is the mother of God and our mother. We can entrust all our cares and petitions to her. She prays for us as she prayed for herself. Let it, let it be to me according to your word. By entrusting ourselves to her prayer, we abandon ourselves to the will of God together with her. Thy will be done. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. By asking Mary to pray for us, we acknowledge ourselves to be poor sinners, and we address ourselves to the Mother of Mercy, the All-Holy One. We give ourselves over to her now, in the today of our lives, and our trust broadens further, already at the present moment, to surrender the hour of our death wholly to her care. May she be there as she was at her son's death on the cross. May she welcome us as our mother at the hour of our passing to lead us to her son, Jesus, in paradise. Medieval piety in the West developed the prayer of the rosary as a popular substitute for the liturgy of the hours. In the East, the litany called the Akathistos and the Paraclesis remained closer to the choral office in the Byzantine churches, while the Armenian, Coptic, and Syriac traditions preferred popular hymns and songs to the Mother of God. But in the Ave Maria, the Theotokia, the hymn of St. Ephraim and St. Gregory of Narek. The tradition of the prayer is basically the same. Mary is the perfect orans, or prayer, prayer, a figure of the church. When we pray to her, we are adhering with her to the plan of the Father, 
who sends his son to save all men. Like the beloved disciple, we welcome Jesus' mother into our homes, for she has become the mother of all the living. We can pray with her and to her. The prayer of the church is sustained by the prayer of Mary and united with it in hope. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. You know, we begin today's section by basically a, a, a brief reflection on the Hail Mary, just taking it apart piece by piece. And I remember, uh, probably shared it before at some point, but uh, in my eschatology class, we had an Irish professor, and, and you know, there's a certain simplicity in sometimes in, in how he spoke, and, but very clear. Um, and he he said very succinctly, he said, you, know, you got to pray a rosary every day. You know, to be, be prepared for death. He said, well, not you have to, but he said it's good to do it because if nothing else, you have said 50 times a day, pray for me at the hour of my death, an, an hour you don't know. Um, and, and that's kind of, that's uh, stuck with me as something I'm like, oh yeah, that's absolutely true. And he goes, and if you do it every day for a week, it's 350 and then you do it, you know, and he went through the whole number scheme and, it, and you realize like how much it changes you in a, in a very beautiful way. But I don't remember if it was him or someone else who pointed out also that that the Hail Mary also involves three of our most most important words uh, in the English language. The name of Jesus, the name of Mary, and the word mother. These are the words that are probably most cried out in times of need, right? That that they are the words that that are quickest to our lips when we are in desperation. Um, they're, they're because they are so dear to us, this prayer just has, just by its structure, a very intimate, a very close, um, a very vulnerable thing. And, of course, you know, we can pray quickly. We can mumble it. We can do all these things. Um, but just the structure of the prayer is is one that really pushes us to uh, beyond ourselves in, in the most positive of ways, pushes us um, to, to something to someone basically greater than who we are. Um, it's helpful. It's the reason why uh, the rosary has taken on such great popularity, I think, uh, over the centuries is because it's easier, it's more accessible um, but it, uh, while may, uh, than the Liturgy of the Hours, which can, uh, you know, it's hard to carry around a <laughs> breviary or to chant the, the psalms in, cho- in choir uh, when you're out in the fields or even in the office. Um, that, that when we look to the rosary, though, we see that there's still that same emotion. There's that same vulnerability, the same kind of expression of the entirety of faith that the Psalms, uh, maintain, but kind of found in this prayer and in the repetition of it and the, in the consistency and in its, uh, enter, allowing us to enter into, uh, a deeper mystery that when we come to, uh, viewing of uh, viewing Mary, this this great Marian devotion, we see in her this excellent prayer, this orans, uh, the, the kind of wonderful example to us of of how we are called to pray, of how we are to live and and in front of our God, um, and how we should also maintain hope as she maintained hope. It's it's a wonder. It takes reflection. It takes a lot of of trust, both in the expression of the reality, but also as it is lived out. But in in a consistent Marian devotion, we find a great release from the cares of the world, a great release from our own will. We find a great release from all that holds us back uh, to a better relationship with her son 
and with our Heavenly Father.